That's terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to our 100th episode. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Those are fireworks. <laughs> fireworks, friends. Those are fireworks. There's also confetti, but you just can't, it doesn't make any sound. Yeah, there we go. Confetti good. There we go. All yeah. of that. All of that. Yes. Episode 100. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's crazy. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> who would have thunk it? Not these two girls. Not two. Not these two girls. <laughs> what, four years ago. Or oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Has it? When did we start? Oh, that's, um, such a good question. Twenty seventeen. I thought. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. I know, right? That's insane. <laughs> like around about this time, like around January ish. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah. After my big move. After, yeah. That's right. Four years and a uh, hundred episodes in. And uh, we're still going. Um, after our like six month hiatus. <laughs> after but... our random hiatus. <laughs> Um, where things were happening, and so yeah. this was not, but yeah, because that's true. Like, it, we would have been obviously at 100 much sooner had it not been for the hiatus. <laughs> right. Um, but hey, here we are, episode 100. <laughs> Welcome, uh, to Wait, Tell Me Everything. I, yes. I'm Andrea, and I'm Kristen, and this is a podcast about everything, yeah, pretty, pretty much. I mean, I feel like the one thing that has remained. <laughs> consistent <laughs> is that we picked the right title from the get-go because we talk about basically everything yeah 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 uh-huh. yep. so um oh, i don't have a wine or anything but i do have water so i, think I too have water that. yeah i've been like kind of <laughs> coughing a little bit uh-oh. Lots of allergies. No, like allergies, you know, like the whole nose, throat, whatever. Yes. So, ugh, so gross, but yeah. It's so gross. But you know what? It's fa- fascinating. So um, I've mentioned on uh, recent episodes that I did the food sensitivity test and I've been on an elimination diet for the two main things, which were cow's milk. Um, actually, that was a, that was the second highest sensitivity the the prime the top highest the top highest the most high uh just say the highest the highest okay go on the highest one was what egg whites egg whites and so i've been for well over a month now off of cow's milk and off of uh egg whites and so what I have noticed is a significantly decreased level of snot. 
And you know what I think it is? Okay. So I t- I didn't tell you this, but this happened last. No, I, th- I think I may have. Like, I fell off the wagon this week. <clears throat> On your vegan journey? Your yeah, ve- I was vegan yeah, I was out and about, mm-hmm. and I got hungry, and I stopped somewhere and like that had vegan food. It was a fast food place that had vegan food. Oh, right. Like uh-huh. one thing on the menu. And yeah. I asked them, double checked, and they were like, yep. Ordered it, opened it up in the car, like so hungry because I hadn't eaten all day. And it was covered in cheese. And I was just like, literally, my willpower has been amazing this whole time. I've been very impressed by your progress on this journey. But girl, I went in like, yeah, because you're hungry and it's not like. You're you're volunteering to do this, so it's not like you right. have to be vegan for your some like condition or whatever. But it's like it is good for me because it right. is good sure. for me not to have dairy mm-hmm. uh, because of allergies. Like in general, like when I've cut out um, dairy before, like you know, there's less mucus and whatever because we're mm-hmm. not cows and we're not supposed to drink cow milk. So like yeah, so there has been like less mucus, <laughs> but I would. <laughs> We're not cows, so we should not be drinking cow's milk. So anyway, so I, sorry, I'm in like all these vegan groups that I'm very much. I was going to say, you were starting to sound like a vegan, and now I am officially worried. (laughs) I didn't tell you that they, someone put a, put a, like a post in a group that I was in. They're like, yeah, vegans. You know, like pe- meat eaters are not in love with meat. They're in love with the seasonings. Um, so blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, we, uh, you know, people like meat like the meat. Like meat is delicious. Steak, give me a ribeye any day. It's delicious. delicious. Prime rib. Best yeah, I was ever. like, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what a, a rib. So yeah, so I'm not doing this for, you know, like it's better for me, which is why I'm doing it. Sure. But, you know, like, I don't have to be, like, it's not this deep spiritual thing where I'm, like, I care about the animals. As you know, like, I don't care about the animals. (laughs) So, you know, I should care about the animals, but I really, really don't. It's more about my own personal health. And, like I said, the healthiest I've been was when I did the Daniel Fast and was, like, extreme vegan. So, I'm, like, let's do this again. Uh So... Yeah, so I just, like, went in on that, ta- it was a taco, and, like, the cheese, oh, my God. So, like, it wasn't even, like, you know, usually when you go to a place and you ask for extra cheese? Sure. Because they, like, like to sprinkle cheese, like. Yeah, real sparingly. Why was it, like, half the taco was cheese? So, I was, like, first of all, it was, like, I hit the jackpot, because that <laughs> never happens. Like, no one ever gives you, like, all the cheese. Right. Like, yeah, you have to so, beg yeah. for extra cheese. Yeah. But the bag for cheese. So it was like just like all this cheese. And so I was like, are you kidding me? So I just could not control myself. I like went in. I only ate the part with the cheese because the part and I was like, I just I just that was my second because- I was like, I just hate beyond meat. It's just disgusting. So oh, that's right. You, you officially decided it's I gross. officially decided it's gross. Impossible. I can do. I prefer not to do that either because it's super processed. But if I do want like something like that texture, it has to be impossible um, not 
beyond. beyond. So this place has beyond me and I tasted it and I was like, oh, this is disgusting. So I was like a little chipmunk. I just ate all the cheese off the top of the taco and then like I threw them away. So oh, wow, that's that's really all around disappointing because one, it had cheese, which you didn't want because it's supposed to be vegan. And then two, it only confirmed your dislike for the impossible meat. And it was Beyond supposed meat. to have avocado and there was no avocado on it. And oh I my was God. Like, it's like a disaster. Did they just give you somebody else's food? No, because <laughs> no one else was ordering that. So I was like, okay. no, and I asked her, like the lady before, I was like, hey. I see that it says, like, because some places have two things. They have the Beyond Taco Uh that does have cheese on it, but then they have the Beyond Avocado or the Avocado Taco, and that's what I want. I was like, does this have cheese on it? And she said, nope. It's the Beyond Meat, the Avocado, Lettuce, and Tomato. I was like, okay. So that's what also, like, really burned me up. Right. Was that You, like, made the effort to confirm. Right. And I was just like, okay, whatever. I'm not going in. I'm not, because I'm like, I'm already going in a place to get food. I'm not going back there, stay there longer. I was like, whatever. This is on me. I. So all that to say, I think the buildup of the mucus is because I ate all that freaking cheese this week. Like that one time, but it was like a lot of cheese for, for someone who has not yeah. had cheese for a very long time. So, yeah, I was like, oh, God. So, yeah, so yeah, that was it's that. It's, like, interesting how much of a difference it makes in, yeah, like, how much, like, snot your body produces um, in response. So, so, so that has been fascinating to me because I feel like all of this, even, like, the eliminating the gluten, you know, a few months back, which I still am, like, avoiding gluten, um, all of it has just been so interesting because I feel like, you know, I've lived my whole entire life, you know, like 47 years, like, and have always been like, oh, yeah, I'm so allergic to whatever, like, just like all these like environmental things, which I think I am to a certain degree, like, you know, like allergic to you know, obviously, like, pollen and, you know, just, like, the big, yeah. vast... We are the allergy like, girls. Like, we are allergic to We're the allergy to girls, for everything. sure. Like, when there's a big weather change, you know, like, I have an allergic reaction to just whatever new thing is in the air, or whatever, like, trees and, you know, whatever release when it's, like, rainy versus when it's windy and all of that. So well, that's so the I, other thing this week. So, yeah, so just pile on for me this Pile week. on, yeah. You know, so I'm, like, I've always just attributed it to the external world and my whole life have been eating all these things like eggs and you know milk milk is not even like a huge thing for me like I've literally just had like milk in my coffee like I've never been a big milk oh that's been like the easiest sub of all is me not drinking milk I was like how do I drink milk never I I honestly like Yeah, I put it in things, but I don't, yeah, I don't, like, sit down with a glass of milk, ever. Yeah, with um, my 17-year-old boy, like, yeah, that is, yeah, uh, no, like, right, I'm not, like, a growing, growing, not a growing boy, red yeah. blood boy, no, like, that's not, <laughs> so I don't need milk, so, like, milk and, like, um, and then, like, gluten, like, I mean, and gluten is, like, obviously, like, the biggest one, I think, for pretty much anybody, I mean, I, unless you just live in, like, a culture where, like, you know, it's not super wheat based, but I just feel like 
my whole you know like my yeah. whole like life has just been like all these things that have been obviously like producing allergic reactions or at least having at least a heightened sensitivity to them in my system and the fact that like all I did in the last few months is cut these things out and all of a sudden I'm not like constantly you know like I still like mm -hmm. wake up a little congested or whatever but it's it's like I wake up a little congested it, I get it all out of the way and I'm done like it's not like oh all day wow. I need to make sure I have like you know make sure I have Kleenex in my pocket or whatever like don't want to get caught without like a Kleenex handy and you know like I'm not like it's bizarre to me <laughs> I need so to like, like switch to the more gluten because I had wheat pasta today and I was mm -hmm. like I know I have like a little bit of a sensitivity and I wonder if because I'm not eating meat is it gonna have a well I'll see in the morning like nothing's happening yet but mm -hmm. like I'll see in the morning if like I have some more um extreme like reaction mm -hmm. yeah. um, because of it so yeah like so I was like I'll probably like kind of get uh, you know, kind of weigh myself a little bit off of gluten too, but it's yeah. it's definitely by far the most difficult thing I've ever done because now that I'm really conscious about it, like every time I go to do something, I'm just like, you know, like we had um, a going away thing for one of our directors at work this week, mm -hmm. and um, and we had like a whole like entire spread of like portos you know mm. and I was like and there was literally nothing that I could have like there was no. not like a single thing um mm -mm. and I could have had a potato ball like just if you eat the like it, eat it from the inside out and don't eat the crust yeah uh, because the crust is panko um the point and so Right. I mean, the inside is delicious and I could have yeah. done that, but I was also just like, okay, I had already had, you know, breakfast and lunch. Like I was like, it would have like under normal circumstances, pre this whole elimination thing, I would have had like, you know, half, a, you know, like a half of a pastry or a potato ball or something. But I was just kind of like, eh, I'm not really hungry. I'm only like would be eating just to participate. And none of this, you know, like other than you know, having to make the effort to like do all the extra that I need to do to eat a potato ball. Like it was sort of like, it's fine, you know? So it is definitely the most constricting thing I've ever <laughs> like attempted um, or like, um, like accomplishing right now is just cutting out gluten. Cause the, the other thing that's great though, is that there's so much available to try to like substitute, you know, and mm -hmm. that I feel like, I'm glad I'm doing it now, like sort of in this era of there's a million gluten-free options and there's a million. Oh, my gosh. Days, yeah, so like, like, yeah, that's my thing about the vegan thing. Like, it would be way easier to do in L.A., but it would oh also God, yeah. be, like, easier for me to eat out in L.A., where here, yeah, not you're to eat out, so I have to cook, which is, A, right. better for me, and B, mm -hmm sorry you know less expensive so sure. I've been you know like I've had like there are a couple of like vegan places here and there one like I just refuse to go to because I don't like to stand in line to buy food like I feel like I've stood in line buying food for food trucks more than enough in my life that I refuse to do it now in my 40s so uh -huh. um, yeah <laughs> next bloody vegan so I'm like I'm not standing in line to pay $14 for a vegan burger so that's like been my biggest thing I was like I'm not going to pay 
$5 for vegetables when I have vegetables at home. I'm just going to go home <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. eat my food that's like less than a dollar because I have a bunch of it. So, yeah, so that saved me a lot on like eating out or in the car mm-hmm. running errands or working and like, oh, let me just go to McDonald's or oh, let me stop at Chick-fil-A. Right. Like there's been like none of that. So yeah. that's been like really great. Just like stopping with the fast food and stuff. And yeah, the sodas, it's like, no sodas and all that too. No sodas. Yeah, because I don't buy sodas. I only buy water. Oh. So I have a soda while I'm out and about. Okay, you know, like I'll go it. to McDonald's and like get a soda or whatever. And since I haven't been doing that, like I haven't been doing that. So right, right, yeah. right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So so yeah. So it's um it's very interesting. This whole like and I, I just I, yeah this whole diet and this whole like I just feel like discovering this like what feels like really late. <laughs> you know, like it's like I'm 47 and I'm just now realizing like oh I could take all these things out of my diet. Not even all these things like this. Like, you know, this handful of things out of my diet and all of a sudden, like, I feel like a lot better. Like, it's, <laughs> it just feels like, wow, let's say I really could have caught on to this sooner. Yeah, like, this I don't know. could have been a thing a long time ago. And I yeah. also realized I haven't been taking my CMOS either. So, like, because I just haven't been over there to buy any. So, like, it's been kind of like a week without that, too. So, I think, like, that's kind of like a of me like last week so yeah I have been on it with my CMOS so I've been taking my CMOS capsules I just got another batch okay. um, in the mail I've been getting them from Etsy actually it's a place in Atlanta and they ship immediately and it gets here like it feels like practically the next day um, yeah I and... support a little black owned um, yeah it's a black owned spot okay it's black owned, but it, they have an Etsy shop. I don't know if they have a real shop. It's the one Maya recommended. Maya oh, Juju. I can't remember. Um, I always, I can never remember. Um, name of the tea shop. <laughs> I always have to like look it up. It's called Fresh from Earth. That's what it's called. Um, What's it called? Fresh from Earth Urban Tea okay. Bar. So oh, it's in South okay. Fulton, and it's a very nice, like, um, tea and vitamin shop. And I go there and get my CMOS gel from them. Just, you know, okay. I just, you know, I just thought that I've, we, I've been in there before and talked to the owner and just like, you know, just had a like discussion with him like before the pandemic. And someone's like, oh, you know, they sell CMOS there when I was looking for it. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to go there then. So like, I like to patronize them. Oh yeah, no, I'm all about yeah. Yeah, I love supporting small businesses, and if they're black owned, that's just extra on top. Like it's all gravy. So yeah, this isn't this is a small black owned business on Etsy, and I I don't know if I don't know if they have a store storefront, but it's called like I think I want to say it's called E Botanicals. Like I think the girl's name is Don't Girl, Don't Catch Me Lying, but I'm pretty sure the girl's name is Ebony, so it's E for Ebony Botanicals. Um, so yeah, so I've been getting those CMOX, uh, capsules and doing two a day. So I just added them to my little like morning ritual of 
vitamins that I take. So I've got my vitamin D, I've got my multivitamin, I've got my CMOS and my colostrum. Okay. See, I don't take colostrum. I had started that and then just never did, did it. So I've been super consistent. So I feel really, really proud of myself because that's like all of this started with Mama Juju. I know she like, had me taking it too. And I just, I, yes. I'm not great with capsules. I'm really good with the CMOS gel because I just take like a tablespoon mm-hmm. and put it in my morning tea. Right. Perfect. And I do drink that. So I was like, oh, this is like perfect. Like smoothies. Like I don't drink smoothies, but I do have tea in the morning usually when I work, you know, before I start working, before breakfast. And yeah, it's been like great. I don't like to take pills. I like gummies. Like my vitamins and my immunity boosters, they're all good. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm not a huge fan of taking pills, but I'll do it. So like, I, and I just, my thing is it just needs to be all in one sitting. So I have like, that's my morning ritual mm-hmm. is all my like supplements. So all my like vitamins and supplements are all in the morning. Yeah. My nighttime bedtime ritual is all like my prescriptions, <laughs> like my Advair is, that's not a pill, but like, you know, taking all my prescription medications, like my Advair, my Zyrtec and whatever else, you know, like, yeah. so I take, I like, I have, they have to be like, tied to either the beginning of the day or the end of the day like I can't like I can never have anything like whenever like you know like if if you have like if I have doctors put me on antibiotics for some reason you know how you have to take antibiotics like three or four times a day I'm terrible at doing that oh my gosh the schedule (laughs) yeah the like extra times like if it's in the morning and at night great got it work it into my routine but if there's like additional doses (laughs) that need to happen like somewhere in the middle of the day like you could pretty much bet on the fact that I'm going to miss those or take them super late or run them together like it's just a mess okay they're oh they're not they're reasonable 9.99 for the um capsules that's pretty good yeah and I buy like um they um since, since I take two a day I just buy um, like a hundred capsules at a time, mm. you know, so it lasts me, you know, well over a month and then I just reorder. So um, I think I'm like on my like second or third or this most recent one is, was the third time that I've like replenished my, uh, my supply through her. So, so yeah, it's, um, I feel like all that's going well and like, um, my skin looks good. My hair's growing more than normal, which is terrible because my hair's already like. Oh my gosh, like a weed. And I'm looking at that. I, honestly, I totally so long. For a million years about everything about our diets. Like, I feel like this. <laughs> um, I'm looking at like the apple cider gummies. Like, I have apple cider, cider vinegar every day because I use oh. it in salad dressings. And I just like mm. love apple cider vinegar. So I will put it all the time. I really like apple cider vinegar. Um, I um, I love it when it comes up in a recipe. Like I feel like it always just adds this, like a really interesting zing mm-hmm. to a recipe. Um, and I remember when I was really sick like two years ago, someone online recommended like it was like apple cider mixed with like hot water I think that that was it like it was just kind of like a couple of tablespoons of apple cider vinegar mixed into like really hot water and like just drinking it down just to kind of like you know help with your immunity 
Mm-hmm. And even that I kind of liked. And it was like, you know, <laughs> it was just like basically straight apple cider. Oh, no, it was like that and honey. Like, it, so it was like some honey. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, basically like equal parts, like honey, ap- apple cider vinegar and like really hot water. And yeah. okay. it was actually really good. Like, <laughs> I was like, I like, love it. So. Yeah, it's so good. I've, I've looked into, the, I just can't add another supplement right now. Like, I feel like I've got those four things that I take in the I morning. Like, it's not. I feel like I'm taking, yeah, like those two things. And it's like, you have to take like two of these or two of these. And I'm like, that's enough stuff. That's enough stuff. Like I was starting to take some vitamin D and then I think I was like taking too much vitamin D. So I stopped. Uh-huh. I was like, mm, this feels weird. So yeah, it's, um. Oh gosh. So yeah, all all the stuff. The stuff all the things you get older. Um oh my gosh. It's amazing. Going. It's so annoying. It's uh, so annoying. Yeah, but okay. You wanna you wanna get going? Yeah, we can get going. I mean five minutes in, so now that we're clear on um how we're supplementing our health. And uh, our <laughs> specialized diets. We can skip a little bit personal. I mean, that, that's fine. Because I feel like it's enough. Okay, go on. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, where to start? Mm-hmm. Let's start with the crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, okay, what is this? Why isn't it coming yeah, I really wanted the... to start singing Sound of Music. Why? When you were like, where should we start? I was like, let's start at the very at the beginning. beginning. <laughs> okay, go. good place to start. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't get me started. Okay. Oh, the show tunes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, San Francisco Chronicle. This is Dateline. Uh, Thursday, this past Thursday, January 28th, by Matthias Gaffney. And the um, headline is, suspected far-right extremist with, quote, white privilege card charged pipe pipe bombs found at Napa business. So this is so bananas. So this is, uh, again, like just follow up on the previous story on the insurrection from a few weeks ago. Um, a suspected far-right extremist who carried a white privilege mock credit card has been charged with possessing pipe bombs and accused of threatening to bomb Democrats, the state capital, and social media companies in an attempt to keep Donald Trump as president, according to court records. So this guy's name is Ian Benjamin Rogers. He's 44 years old. He lives in Napa, and he was arrested on January 15th and charged in federal court on Tuesday. From Rogers' home and business, officers seized 49 firearms, five pipe bombs, materials used to manufacture destructive devices, including black powder, pipes, end caps, and bomb-making manuals, and two dozen ammunition boxes containing thousands of rounds of ammunition. Among the arsenal, they said he had a replica of an MG-42, which is a weapon used by Nazis during World War II. Investigators said Rogers told them he had the bombs for entertainment. Okay, uh, let's just pause right there. (laughs) What does that even mean? Sir, we have found like, you know, dozens of pipe bombs. What are these for? Oh, well, you know, they're just for entertainment. 
for fun? Like, what is that? Where? Like, just they're just fun to look at? Like, they're entertaining Good to... grief. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> I, have no under... I have no understanding of that statement. He had the bombs for entertainment, is what he told them. But the FBI special agent probing his case said she found text messages making threats, including many in the days following the Capitol siege in Washington earlier this month. <clears throat> U.S. Attorney David L. Anderson said in a statement, we allege that Ian Benjamin Rogers possessed homemade pipe bombs and the materials to make more. We draw a bright line between lawlessness and our constitutional freedoms. We will prosecute illegal weapons, stockpiles, regardless of the motivation of the offender. Um, just Raphael, Rogers' attorney, said his client was full of, quote, bluster and bandwagoning following the January 6th Capitol siege and had a, quote, alcohol problem, but was not a danger. <laughs> um, so the, this is what the attorney says. He goes on to say, he's a real adherent of President Trump. He's a true believer. When President Trump says they stole the election, he says they stole the election. Basically, whatever the president said, he parroted. He was president and half of the country believed the guy. They believed the lies. He was just like tens of millions of other Americans. Except for the like tens of millions of other Americans don't have an arsenal in their house. <laughs> and like, oh my God. So um, investigators found a sticker associated with the far right extremist group Three Percenters. Oh. And this, have you seen this? So it's like a sticker that has it looks like basically like the roman numeral three surrounded by a bunch of stars and so what it um it says three percenters is a group who quote ascribe to extreme anti-government pro-gun beliefs according to the fbi probable cause statement the reference is to the belief that only three percent of american colonists fought against the british during the american revolution Oh shut! Okay, up. are you but, okay? Go ahead. What does uh, that mean? I, uh, could you like explain that to me? Because I've I've read that like several times. When I okay, say get, it again. Like, they that... said that only three percent of American of American colonists fought against the British. Right. Okay, so they're saying that they are the few, the brave who were able to stand up against tyranny. So they're go they're right okay. now they're in the, you know, they're not same so position. Yes. Shut okay. up. Shut Wait, up. These are not even the same things. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> You're not talking about uh, you know, like an imperial power across the ocean telling you right. what to do. Not a government that you were born into and choose to be a part of. Right. Right. Shut up. Shut up. I'm so tired of yeah. I'm tired of stupid people. I'm just so, <laughs> so tired of stupid people. And that's what we're going to talk about, but so tired. It's, yeah, it's, I am so tired of stupid people. I actually just made the same statement last night talking to somebody about one of the other articles that we're going to get to. Um, but yeah, it's like, I really do think, I feel like it's just like all the like clear thinking people like versus stupid people. Like I feel like that's like the theme of this whole, like it's just everything. Like I feel like that's everything breaks down into those two categories. Um, 
so the attorney said that Rogers went to one three percenter barbecue, but was not a member or anything. Um, the meeting was held at this at his shooting club, however. Rogers is a gun collector, but not in the militia, only participating in a prepper group that focused on preparing for end of world type scenarios. So, I mean, he's completely out there. So let me get to this white privilege card because it is bananas. They showed a picture of it and it's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Investigators also found a white privilege mock credit card in Roger's possession with references to former President Trump. Um, the FBI special agent Stephanie Miner says, I know that many extreme anti-government militias are populated by white supremacists. I believe that the statement, quote, trumps everything and the numbers 0045 repeated four times to make it look like a credit card number are, referen are references to Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States. Um, so the card looks like a credit card. There's a picture of it. Across the top, it says white privilege card. And then underneath that in like a different font or a lowercase font, it says Trump's everything. And then the credit card numbers, like they describe 0045, those four digits repeated four times, like on a credit card. It says member since birth like you know we're and like so in print but then like the you know like the raised letters birth and then good through in print on the card and then raised letters death so member since birth good through death and then card holder and then the person's name and it has like a little emblem on it and a logo on it wp for white privilege okay just just take <laughs> take a minute <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Okay, so <laughs> I just can't. Um, so the FBI agent she goes on to say that the timing of all the, the she said the timing of alarming text messages found on Roger's cell also indicated that he believed Trump won the 2020 presidential election and that he had an intent to attack Democrats and buildings associated with Democrats to keep Trump in power. On January 10th, four days after the Capitol attack, Rogers texted a friend, quote, we can attack Twitter or the Democrats, you pick. And then, quote, I think we can attack either easily. The other unidentified individual wrote back, quote, let's go after Soros, referencing George Soros. Roger said that would require, quote, a road trip, whereas, quote, we can attack Twitter and the Democrats easy right now and burn their shit down. On January 11th, Rogers texted that same person, quote, I want to blow up a Democrat building bad. The Democrats need to pay. He again referenced the presidential election and then texted, quote, I hope 45 goes to war. If he doesn't, I will. Um, so, yeah. And then it just goes into detail as, you know, like they're, they then decide that they want to target uh, Facebook and Twitter because those are <clears throat> near, basically um, those two are uh, nearby because they're in Napa. So that's like up north, you know, okay. and, um, and then also going, they reference going up to Sacramento to um, 
to target like the, what they're assuming is like Governor Newsom's office or just the Capitol um, overall. Um, they found suspicious, a, a large gun safe along with suspicious literature, including the anarchist cookbook. Oh, a US wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a U.S. Army. Army <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious recipes in the anarchist cookbook. A U.S. Army improvised munitions handbook. A homemade C, uh, a book, the title of which is Homemade C4, a recipe for survival. Lots of recipes. <laughs> um, mm. Then the U.S. Army Special Forces Guide to Unconventional Warfare. And a U.S. Army guerrilla warfare handbook, like a guerrilla warfare handbook. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, a Napa County Sheriff bomb technician examined the pipe bomb seized from his business and determined they were fully operational. Rogers is being held in state custody on $5 million bail. No federal court date has been yet set. If convicted of unlawful possession of an unregistered destructive device, Rogers could face up to 10 years in prison for each charge, which I'm assuming that means for every device, like it's a charge for device or whatever. So that's that bit of like crazy insanity. Um, All these people. I, I can't. I can't. So <laughs> you've got those crazy people doing crazy things from napa then travel just travel on down uh the five take it on down south to los angeles um this article from the la times by james q, q, q alley uh dateline uh january 31st anti-vax mob that closed dodger stadium vaccination site sparks outrage so um I think we I mentioned on a previous episode that, you know, two of the giant uh, sites that were doing COVID-19 testing have now flipped and are now doing COVID vaccinations um, in the south part of uh, south of us in Orange County. Disneyland is the giant like, you know, mass uh, COVID vaccine site. And up here in closer to downtown is uh, it's Dodger Stadium that turned over and are now doing COVID vaccinations. So this happened at Dodger, Dodger Stadium it says after a group of protesters managed to disrupt operations at Dodger Stadium's mass COVID-19 vaccination site Saturday, some Los Angeles officials expressed fury at the demonstrators while calling for increased security at testing and vaccination installations. Los Angeles Fire Department officials closed the main entrance to the stadium, one of the largest vaccination sites in the country, for about an hour Saturday after a group between 40 and 60 demonstrators appeared on Stadium Way holding signs that decried masks while shouting unfounded claims about the dangers of the vaccine. The group dispersed around 3 p.m. and there were no arrests or injuries reported, uh, according to LAFD Assistant Chief Ellsworth Fortman, who oversees the department's COVID-19 response. Fortman said approximately 5,740 doses of the vaccine were issued on Saturday at the site, which distributes between 5,700 and 7,700 doses daily. Workers were still vaccinating people inside the stadium during the hour that the main entrance was closed. 
Both fire and police officials have said the group was nonviolent and the decision to close the entrance to the facility was a precaution. The protests left several city leaders infuriated, with some questioning why police weren't more aggressive toward the demonstrators, contending the LAPD has been more proactive in quashing anti-police or Black Lives Matter protests. Uh, city Councilman Gil Cedillo, whose district includes Dodger Stadium, said, Look, the world sees this. What it does is it undermines our public safety community. It's not good for our public safety community for people to believe that there's inequitable treatment. That does not help them do their job when some people get coddled and others don't. Mm. Uh, so the protest came as frustrations over state and county officials handling of the virus remain high. The number of coronavirus deaths in California on Friday surpassed 40,000. More than half of fatalities have occurred since November 1st, 2020, part of a startling surge in the lethality of the virus and its concerns that more dangerous strains are emerging. At the same time, business owners who are struggling to keep their lights on have repeatedly called for the relaxation of rules, limiting dining and other gatherings. Um, so ultimately, after about 45 minutes, Fortman said the LAPD offers approached the group warned them they could face citations or arrest if they entered uh, the vaccination site. The group complied and largely dispersed by 3 p.m. At the end of the day, it didn't really impact much, he said. I feel bad for those folks who ended up waiting an additional 15 minutes. Um, and, of course, it's just unclear, like, how many people, like, left, the, you know, like, were, like, had already been waiting a long time and, you know, maybe chose not to wait any longer or whatever. Like, um, it's not is not super clear because these are all like these sites you still have to make an appointment right um, up there. yeah so that's the other piece it's like you know people have been waiting for their appointment it just delayed the process unnecessarily um for a lot of people and on in this article there's uh pictures of the people holding signs and the signs say things like end the lockdown um save your soul turn back now uh, COVID is a scam. COVID equals scam. Uh, this sign tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, Moderna is not a vaccine. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's, you know, like, it's so, so crazy. Um, yeah, it, Moderna is not a vaccine. It's gene therapy. And they're all standing around, of course, with no masks on in groups, like with their stupid signs. And it's like, what? go go away like, <laughs> like what are you what like you're like blocking the entrance for people who like like you've made a decision about what you think yeah my thing is like if you don't want to do it you don't do it right like, literally like as of right freedom, now like yeah. at home like go yeah. home and leave people alone leave people alone as of right now like no one is forcing the vaccine on anybody like they're trying to make it available to people who need it and want it and so just get out of the way like you're no this how does this affect you and why do you think that anyone is going to take some yahoo standing on the side of the road looking completely crazy with like a stupid sign that says like save your yeah. soul turn back right, with now. a metal like, de degree from the from Google like right I it's okay. just again so many stupid people 
so many stupid people and it's like whatever like and if anything else like if you want to stand on the side of the road out of the way like and be a, be a jerk on the side of the road like that's your right i guess your freedom to freedom of speech freedom to protest but get out of the way like do not block cars do not block people from getting what they need for their health and that they're entitled to make that decision for themselves you know but like you're going to be so entitled about your opinion that's based on not any science anywhere on the planet that you're going to stand in the way of people like that's disgusting and selfish and like just but typical typical because this is what we've been dealing with this whole year <laughs> it's just people who don't who care only about themselves who care only about their opinion um and 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 don't care how their behavior impacts and affects other people's lives it's absolutely absolutely infuriating um so yeah uh okay oh okay so anyhow last story this is i feel like this is like a, ho a hopeful story so that's why i wanted to end on this one um this is from npr also dateline today january 31st 2021 by barbara sprint and the headline is 10 senate republicans outlined $600 billion counteroffer to Biden's COVID-19 relief bill. So, 10 Republican senators are requesting a meeting with President Biden to detail a smaller counterproposal to his $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, an alternative they believe could be approved, quote, quickly by Congress with bipartisan support. The outreach from more moderate GOP lawmakers, led by Senator Susan Collins of Maine, comes yeah, as she's many been coming through. Yeah, she's right. been coming through on a lot of things, and she's definitely more of a uh, middle of the road uh, Republican. Um, she. Uh, this all comes as many Democrats look to a process called budget reconciliation, which would potentially enable Democrats to approve the president's plan without any Republican support. Hmm. The GOP senators wrote in a letter dated Sunday, quote, we recognize your calls for unity and want to work in good faith with your administration to meet the health, economic, and societal challenges of the COVID crisis. Um, so I felt like, I'm like, I just feel like this is like, okay, like <laughs> on the heels of like the unity message that um, was so like heavily, you know, uh, emphasized at the inauguration. I feel like this is like, sounds like an in-kind response, you know? Mm -hmm. So Republicans have balked at the price tag of Biden's 1.9 trillion package, especially coming weeks after then President Donald Trump signed a $900 billion relief measure into law. Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, who's also signed the letter, told Fox, Fox News Sunday that the counterproposal would cost about $600 billion. Um, so I guess, like, I get, to me, I guess that when I look at that, like, it sounds like the idea is, okay, there's already a $900 billion relief measure out there like, that was already signed into law. If you add $600 billion of whatever this is in this counterproposal, that still comes to altogether um just under 1.9 trillion so you're not like you know i mean at, at some point it's just like what are we even talking about billions and trillions but still like it's a mm -hmm. 
I don't know, like a 0.3 tr trillion dollar difference or whatever, you know. Um, the 10 Republicans signed on is notable. That 10 Republicans signed on is notable because that's the number that would be needed to combine with Senate, Senate Democrats 50 person caucus to reach the 60 vote filibuster proof threshold to pass legislation under regular Senate rules. So Brian Deese, Biden's top economic advisor at the White House, told CNN State of the Union that the White House will review the letter on Sunday. So that's today. Uh, we're certainly open, he said, to input from anywhere where we can find a constructive idea to make this package as effective as possible. But the president is uncompromising when it comes to the speed that we need to act at, act at the speed that we need to act at to address this crisis. On Friday, Biden himself told reporters at the White House, I support passing COVID relief with support from Repu Republicans if we can get it, but the COVID relief has to pass. In the letter Sunday, the senators note that earlier COVID-19 relief packages passed with bipartisan support and that their proposal includes some elements similar to those in Biden's plan, including allocating $160 billion for vaccine development and distribution, testing and tracing, and personal protective equipment. Uh, the letter reads, quote, our proposal also includes economic relief for those Americans with the greatest need, providing more targeted assistance than in the administration's plan. We propose an additional round of economic impact payments for those families who need assistance the most, including their dependent children and adults. The lawmakers say their plan also includes extending enhanced federal unemployment benefits and deploying additional resources to help small businesses. Notably, the letter does not mention state and local aid, which was a key sticking point in past rounds of relief negotiations. Biden's package includes $350 billion in emergency funding for state and local governments. The letter was also signed by Senators Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Todd Young of Indiana, Jerry Moran of Kansas, Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Rob Portman of Ohio, Mike Rounds of South Dakota, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia. Um, so it goes on in just more detail about all the different things, but um, I'll pause there and just say, um, I'm just, I'm just glad to see. Um, <laughs> things I'm just working like they usually, they, they normally. Yeah. Yeah, I just got to see effort. Yeah, I just like this. I'm happy to see effort on like everybody's part. Like everyone just kind of, you know, um, just hey, just a little like let's let's figure out how to reach across the aisle. Let's figure out like here's you want to do this. Like, well, how about we do some of that and do this instead or whatever. You know, just like basic negotiating attempts at compromise. Like whether you know whether or not it'll be you know, like how it will go, like, we'll see, but like, I'm just, this makes me glad. Um, <laughs> just the effort, just the like show of like, how about we do things and that there's so many, you know, that, that you have like um, 10, 10 Republicans who have, you know, signed on to this and um, some, you know, totally not surprising, Lisa Murkowski, um, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, like, of yeah. course, you know, like, no nothing, you know, shocking there. But again, like, some of these other um, 
senators from very conservative states, West Virginia, North Carolina, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. South Dakota, you know, like these are not, um, they're representing constituencies um, that are very, very red, you know, Kansas, you know, so, um, so yeah, so I'm just like, I'm good, good. I just feel like good for you guys. Keep that up. Like, let's, you know, and hopefully there's room for, for that to, to be worked out and to kind of, like, I just think it would be so terrific to have like one of the first major things that happens in the Biden administration be like a really like rich compromise of, you know, um, bipartisan work, like to help with uh, COVID-19. So uh, yeah, so that just left me feeling hopeful. Uh, Yeah, that's, and that's all I've got. Okay, well, that was a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot going on here. There's a lot going on, yeah, between the crazy man in Napa and the crazy people at Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium. My God. Um, and then the people in Washington who we are hoping will not be crazy, but will be... Stop being crazy. Stop being crazy and... um. Yeah. Do something. Do your job. Do your jobs. Do your jobs. Like, you know, just you know, um, the whole the whole thing of like politics. It's it's talking. It's you know, it's negotiating. It's compromising. All those things. Do all that stuff. All the politicking and whatnot that y'all are supposed to be doing. Do yeah, that. trading yeah. favors. You know. Yeah, all those things. All that, those things. Yeah. Do that. Give us the razzle dazzle, y'all. Give us the razzle dazzle. Good old razzle dazzle. Yeah. 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 Okay. So gosh. So the my viral box is really silly. Okay. But I'm gonna mention it anyway. Mm -hmm. So Popeyes. Because I kind of wanted to stop and get Popeyes today. So Ooh, willpower. So willpower. Popeyes are out here in the street causing problems. Uh-oh. So they announced recently this past week that they're taking the Cajun rice and the green beans off the menu as side dishes. Okay. Um, so people um, accordingly were in an uproar about it. Oh. Are these very popular sides? I never go to Popeyes. These are very popular sides. Green beans, okay, yeah, kind of, but um, hold on a second. See, I hate this. <laughs> what? Uh, kind of businessy that needs needed a reply. Sorry. Um, so yeah. Oh gosh. Jesus. Okay. Um, so it's, what is it? Um, you'll get rid of the only sides that taste decent. Also, you need to do something about those hard biscuits. So true. The biscuits at Popeye's are atrocious. Oh. Um, and I usually order the Cajun rice. It's very tasty. It's like dirty rice. Okay. Very tasty. Um, then someone wrote, oh, y'all got to get shut. Y'all about to get shut down. The Cajun rice is gone. Um, <laughs> and 
the literal worst possible decision a louisiana chicken joint without cajun rice Mm -hmm. imagine i'm like yeah like that's like dirty rice like they have red beans and rice i guess they feel it's redundant but it's really not like you need dirty rice you need red beans and rice you know, I, I think they might have corn. Like, get rid of that. Like, nobody wants that. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, or like mashed potatoes. Like, you're not KFC who has the bomb mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. You are a Louisiana place. You need to have dirty rice and red beans and rice and green beans because that's also a natural. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So people are up in arms. People are up in arms. Um, so that is it. So wait, tell me everything. So there's a lot going on. So some things I'm just going to not talk about, mm-hmm. but I did want to, um, so like Kelly Rowland had a baby. So have congratulations to her baby Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, um, a big one. Um, the other, that's not a big one. I mean, like the big thing, um, which is why we are late kind of taping which actually worked out for you um the wendy williams documentary and movie dropped yesterday oh okay um very excited about it um because (laughs) i love wendy williams she is a a disaster she's Mm -hmm. a mess um i don't agree with everything she says or how she says it but that woman is good tv um and has been a good radio, you know, before that. Uh-huh. So I'm still watching the documentary and it is good because she, you know, she spill everybody else's tea. She's straight up spilling her tea wow. as well. Um, so, you know, finally, so it's kind of good, you know, to see, you know, she's like, Hey, you know, I'm hot topics right now. Like when she, that was happening um, with the husband and the, mistress mm-hmm. that he had been with and the baby like she said the baby was the I guess the final straw and then the flaunting of their relationship like kind of making it public going out and the the mistress driving a Porsche that she repossessed um <laughs> wow and all of that so the um there's the movie like I said I'm still watching I watched the movie, but I'm still watching the documentary. Um, the documentary is way better than the movie, of course, because Lifetime movies are trash. Um, but yeah, so back, oh, Salt and Pepper thing, I couldn't even get through that. So I stopped watching it. So no, mm-hmm. thank you. Okay. I was right. I was right about that. Like, not wanting to watch. Um, so the big shocker is mm-hmm. that she dated Eric B from Eric B and Rakim. Wendy Williams? Yes. Like oh, that's bizarre. Back in the heyday when like she's like she met them when they came up to the radio station, they started dating. I guess they they kind of like lived together. She mentioned, like he messed he messed up her credit. Um what? she <laughs> hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, her credit and she um was pre- got pregnant and like went and found out she was pregnant after they broke up and she ended up you know, have an abortion. She was in her 20s when they dated. Oh, God. So, yeah, so I was like, Jesus! <laughs> like, this is a whole lot. Oh, that was just terrible. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then she also uh, mentioned, um, well, kind of, not, she in the documentary, she didn't say who it was, but she had said who it was in another 
um, interview, but she um, gave him a fake name in the movie. She was date raped by a um, an R and B artist um, mm-hmm. who was like a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, um, you know, included that, you know, as well. And I was just like, wow. So just like those kind of things. Um, her talking about her like childhood where she kind of had like this idyllic kind of childhood. She's like, you know, you have the um, the image, but like basically she was like a big girl, like always like a big girl. Mm-hmm. And like her mother would like weigh her, her father would weigh her daily, put her on these like restrictive diets just because it just wasn't, you know, the image and just kind of talked about that, you know, part mm-hmm. of her life, like growing up and kind of what she was always obsessed with um, her weight. like gossip and like her weight. So like, yeah, when she's like, when she started radio, but she saved her money to get liposuction. And oh. so like that's one of the first things that she did when oh. she like saved up enough money to do it. And so, and I was like, it's just like so telling like how damaging. Yeah. Um, you know, those kinds of things are like, you know, her parents like didn't do it maliciously, you know, of course, you know, they thought that they were, you know, doing what they was best to try to make her life better or easier. If you, you know, were thinner or this, like, you know, it'll be easier for you. And yeah, that was, yeah, I was like, so yeah, it was like, yeah, she is like the epitome of like hurt people, hurt people kind of thing. Like you, Mm. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so the documentary, you know, she's so still, she's like, in, she's, she's the voice of the documentary. Like, it's her telling her own story. Yeah, so there's a movie. That's and then there's a movie. And there's a documentary. Okay. So there's now, two that were released at the same time. Did she lend herself to the movie at all, or is that just? She's uh, the executive producer of the movie. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they dropped simultaneously? That's interesting. Yeah, which was like the documentary, of course, to me, I always find documentaries much more compelling. Her ex-husband mm-hmm. did not participate in the documentary. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to kind of get, you know, like the fictionalized movie is it's whatever it was. It was entertaining, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, the real story is her, mm-hmm. her like crying, you know, telling her story you see her like live her life like you know where she lives now Mm -hmm. and what she's doing and kind of like what happened during like when she decided to finally divorce her husband like how Mm -hmm. she got with her husband and you know they brought in other people like she worked with um her sister and brother who she's now kind of on the outs with her brother Mm -hmm. but like in the documentary like they were like best friends like they were you know, all lovey-dovey, but they kind of fell out after her mom died. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, her parents are in the documentary. So, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, it's, it's you know, I love documentaries anyway. So, that yeah. one's a lot more, you know, a lot more interesting for me. Interesting. Oh, it's so sad. I just feel like it's such a, I don't know. Is it, I guess, like, I'm trying to find, like, where's the redemption in it? Because I don't feel like... It's there's too- no redemption yet. There's like, no redemption. Okay. She is still in a place of 
I'm living well still, and that's the best revenge mm. in terms of like her relationship with her husband. You can see that she's very much, you know, two, three years later, she's mm-hmm. still very much in pain. Now, like even after this documentary, her mother passed away. So that's just Aww. even another layer yeah. of like the healing. Grief, so she's yeah. a whole she's very much not in a place of healing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, you know, difficult to see. Like, you know, it could happen, but she's not there yet. She is not there yet. Because oh, so this sad. is a man that she loved. She put up with a lot of stuff from him. Sure. Um, she, you know, even though she knew he he cheated while she was pregnant oh, and she God. stayed with him, like, you know, like, and all these, you know, and tried to make him a part of, it's always kind of like that. She was like, you know, he felt responsible for my success. She's like, I would have been successful with or without him. Like, you know, my talent what, or what, you know, my charm or whatever, like, attracted people to me was always there. He didn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was a protector. He did protect me from things and blah, 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 blah. You know, and I did, like, love him. But, yeah. And so it, it was still very much like, you know, he's stupid. You know, mm-hmm. what he did to me, like, you know, I can't forgive a baby. Like, that was the final straw um, him bringing her around people like that was, oh, the fun. That was yeah what a disaster yeah it is it is it is horrible um yeah so that was yeah interesting. so i can't wait to finish just the documentary to see like what mm-hmm. uh, going up with that um another crazy story i don't know it's not well wait tell me everything it's more well it's it's pop culture okay. um did you hear about the seattle seahawk guy who almost killed his girlfriend um no right <laughs> and that's why i have a problem with this okay so, um so Chad it's like Wheeler, murder question mark <laughs> no because she's still alive okay she's still alive okay yeah but not Due to anything like he like like not like he wasn't trying according to her. Okay. So his name is Chad Wheeler. Okay. And he was a member of a member, a player on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> he was a member. He okay. was um I don't care about the position or whatever he okay. was. Um, so I'm not gonna read his statement okay. because his statement just makes me angry. <laughs> And because of who he, okay, I'll just say this as well, which is why I don't think it's getting a lot of media attention, which is also making me very angry. He is a white man Uh and his girlfriend is a black woman. Okay. Okay. Good context there. A little context. Yes. And so basically he blames, she mentioned it too, but he blames everything that happened on a manic episode he is bipolar he apparently according to her stopped taking his medication mm-hmm. and he just she's like it was unprovoked and nothing happened mm-hmm. um she was saying that he asked her to she said he went to a dark place he asked her to like um bow to him okay 
And she refused. Right. And then he just went crazy. Um, And so this is what she said happened. She said that she was... um, well, the, when she called nine one one, she was locked in her. She locked in her bath, her in the in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, she said he threw her on the bed, choked her long enough for her to lose consciousness. Oh God! Um, at one point, he removed one hand, stuck it down her throat, and pressed it against her nose and mouth to try to stop her from breathing, while continuing to choke her with his other. Um, she said she briefly regained consciousness before he um, pinned her down and choked her again Um, he grabbed her by her left arm and ripped her body back toward him Mm -hmm. Um, she regained consciousness for the second time he calmly returned to the bedroom and expressed surprise saying to her oh you're still alive Oh my god. She ran to the bathroom, locked it, sent text messages to her friends and family, as well as his father, asking them to call 911. She said she heard him tell someone on the phone that he was just chilling. Um, When she tried to flee out of the bathroom, out of a second door to the bathroom, he entered and began apologizing um, Mm -hmm. to her. Police arrived. Um, they heard her screaming inside the apartment. They forced themselves inside. He was standing behind her. They said she was crying in pain. Her face was covered in blood. Her left arm was swollen and limp against her body. Oh um, they noticed fingerprints on both sides of her neck. Um, a woman asked, um, she was asked by the officer if she thought she was going to die. She said, I thought I already had. Right. Um, he also, he's 6'7", 310 pounds. Good God. He did not apply, um, comply initially with their, the officers. And, um, they tried to tase him. And of course it had very little, it had little effect. Right. Cause he's a Three monster. Three officers had to detain him and he was yelling, sorry, I don't beat women. Um, he called out to her that he loved her. Nope. Um, he refused to speak to the officers. So she had um, fractured, um, like part of her arm was fractured, dislocated elbow. Um, they said the whites of her eyes had turned completely red, which is a sign of strangulation. Okay. Um, they said the chest x-ray showed that um, aspirated fluid, oh that God. she had vomited large amounts of blood. <sighs> Um, sore throat, like just you know. I can't in- believe injuries. she survived this. Like I'm just sitting here thinking, like, right. how did she survive this? Right. Oh my god. Right. So they had only been dating for six months. Oh god. Yeah, and um, so he of course posted bail, four hundred thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, ordered him to have no contact with her to surrender any weapons. And his court date was supposed to be like a couple of weeks from now, but they moved it up. So it's actually going to be on the first, which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seahawks released him. At first, they weren't really commenting until they started to get a lot of pushback from people going, hello. Right. No. And then their statement is weak 
as heck. They said on Wednesday, they released him on Wednesday. The Seahawks are saddened by the details emerging against Chad Wheeler. Are you sad? Right. Not outraged, but they're sad. Sad. Okay. And strongly condemn this act of domestic violence. Our thoughts and support are with the victim. Chad is a free agent agent and no longer with the team. So I'm like, Seahawks disappointed in you, like in that weekend. Yeah. Um, so I've been reading a little bit more about this man. So apparently he went to SC. Of course. So in December of 2015, he was detained and taken to a hospital for a psychiatric evaluation after police responded to a call that he was punching walls and windows while barricaded inside an apartment with a 20-year-old female friend and her seven-month-old oh, son. Oh, hell no. And they subdue, subdued him by firing multiple bean backgrounds. Okay, so he's basically just like King Kong going around like... <laughs> like, right. like just taking like women in captive and, and having to be like brought down by floors. Oh my oh, God. Oh, and then even worse, okay, this is like the work... I was like, as if none of this is that... His charges, first of all, they let him, he got out on bail. The judge, like somebody asked for 500000 and the judge reduces to 400000 Really? And I was like, really? And so his charges, do you want to guess what his charges are? I don't even, I you can't. You just said that you can't believe she didn't die. Right. So criminal charges of first degree, domestic violence assault, domestic violence, unlawful imprisonment, and resisting arrest. Not attempted murder. Not attempted murder. Oh my god. And so, uh, once again, I was like, I hate to be this person, but if this was a white woman. And a black man. And a black man. A black, first of all, a black football player. A black football player. Not even a, like a regular black A black football player and a white woman, he would have been killed. Yeah, number First one, all, just be yeah. We wouldn't even be talking about whether bail was set or not because he he'd be dead because he resisted arrest. Period. Because he arrested, he resisted arrest. Yeah, they tased him. They tased him. Yeah, and he and three people tried to detain him, and they still could not get him subdued. He would have been dead. Because mm-hmm. you're still coming after us. Yeah. I mean, After he's we, literally threatening. He's literally threatening. a danger. Yeah, he's li- literally a threat to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, somehow this somehow they showed mountain of a man somehow mm-hmm. survived that. Dislocated her, strangled her unconscious twice. Mm-hmm. And the had the you know, of course they're like, it's I guess she's this was her state statement. Oh, you're still alive. That's the part right there. Right. So that why why isn't that attempted murder mm-hmm. if he asked her, Oh, you're still alive? Mm-hmm. Right. Because clearly that my expectation not- is that you would be dead by now. That, that that's what I was trying to do. Because he apparently did that, left her there, and went and ate was eating dinner. Yeah, because it's time for a sandwich now. I'm tired. That was that took a lot of that that took a lot of energy. A lot out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Time to refuel. So I'm gonna be watching this. Oh yes. and um, we're keeping we, an eye on you, Chad Wheeler. We already know what's going to happen, but still. Oh no, I want this is yeah. I need, mm-hmm. I need, I need like people to organize around this girl's cause because that is disgusting. Disgusting, and I'm like, 
that poor girl. I'm like, I just hope like her friends and family, I know they are, Ooh. are just, and I just hope that they are, you know, I was like, she, I'm like, she don't got no cousins and daddy and brothers, cause man. 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 Ooh, that's so yeah, so that awful. Oh. It's horrific. The fact that this story isn't going around a lot, like yeah, I, is this just... is the first I'm hearing. I haven't seen a single person share it on my timeline. Nothing like I've not heard anything about. I've this. had one one white woman share it on my timeline. That is it. All right. Well, let's keep her. And I was just like, keep... "What is this? Huh? Okay. Like knew nothing about it. So I was just like, okay, really? Okay." Wow. So yeah, so just definitely keep her in our prayers. I cannot remember her. I don't. I don't want to like say her name, but I think it's Aaliyah or something like that. Mm. But um, just oh, oh disgusting, just, you know, disgusting, disgusting. Mm. So okay, gonna leave behind that horrible, horrible story. Uh-huh. Uh Just another loss of a legend. Yes. Um. Rest in peace to our icon, Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Who I just, I just, I was like, oh my God, no. Like she was always just like mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. fixture, just always adding her just gravitas mm-hmm. to everything <laughs> that she was in. Just like, yes. Amazing. So, like, of course, all the tributes um, have been pouring out, mm-hmm. lots of tributes, but, um, because we actually shared, like, it's not too long ago, like, one about her. I always said happy birthday to her. Yes. Because I only know her birthday because Lenny Kravitz, her godson, mm-hmm. um, wrote a beautiful, like, happy birthday message. So, of course, he wrote another beautiful um, tribute to her mm, nice. um, on Instagram. Um, so, I'll share that one. So, okay. he's, like, with it. And then inimitable gosh that's a rough one stop i know i'm like i'm not ready for that it's, it's almost 11 o'clock lady kravis would you would come on vocabulary oh with the big words yes. yes. i know all right, all right. Come on, lady. um and style and grace my dear godmother miss cicely tyson made her grand exit to the heavens she lived a remarkable life up to the last moment a true pioneer who bared her heart and soul so we could witness the spirit of the characters she so brilliantly portrayed, which continue to move and inspire generations. A Black queen who showed us how beautiful Black is. Mm. The love between us was and is tremendous. As long as I have had consciousness, I've known Godmother. Mm. She and my mother were kindred spirits, sisters. And after my mother passed, Godmother's role in my life was amplified. I constantly felt her spirit over me. She always gave me unconditional support. She came to my shows, came over for holidays, met me for dinners, stayed with me in Paris when I first moved there, and never let me too far out of her sight. Hmm. Our phone calls went on sometimes for hours. We spoke just a few nights ago and talked about everything. She had just sent me her book that has been sitting on my nightstand where it will remain. She did it all, wrote the book, and then God called her. Hmm. I can hear Godmother saying, okay, now y'all can read about it. I'm going home. Rest peacefully, Godmother. You did it exquisitely. 
It's very sweet. Oh, really sweet. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. So, being a tribute to someone who um, knew her, you know, very well. Like, I didn't even know she had a child. She she mentioned she had a daughter. Oh. Uh, and I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, Cause that like the, the big thing was like her book had come out also like like you said like it recently just come out mm-hmm. or was coming you know coming out and so um that was like a big deal so yeah she talked about her daughter in that and how like her daughter like most people who were like that successful like her daughter suffered because of her work sure yeah hmm. So yeah, so that is it. There's also some mess with um, Ti and Tiny that I was going to talk about, but that deserves, you know, we are running late already, mm-hmm. so it's still going to be going on next week. So I might talk about that next week, you know, okay. uh, you know, around some possible sex trafficking oh, and uh, some, you know, mess with, you know, kidnapping not, or holding people and all kind of. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a whole lot. Things. Yes. Mm-hmm. My, oh my. Um, okay, well, um, let's get personal then, real quick. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, seriously, really quick, we have 10 minutes. So just okay. to say, I feel like we went deep dive okay. early on. We didn't start for like 25 minutes. So let's go. All right. Um, if you have not yet watched, please watch on Hulu in and of itself. Um, I'm going to give the same disclaimer that the recommendation I got around it was. It's just don't read anything about it. Don't look it up. Don't go find out what it's about just watch it like it's one of those things that you just have to like go in and experience for yourself it's uh, you know that i cannot do that um so don't do that just turn it on and watch it um it's so good it's really good but you do have to watch it like it's very dialogue based so like you have to watch it like at the top of your like tv viewing like not like when you're ready to go to bed like early on um it's very it's just fascinating it's just fascinating that's all i'm going to say about that if you haven't already watched it it's on hulu um and um and it's very 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 fascinating so that is my recommendation in terms of um uh shows and whatnot um and then um, my new thing this past week is that I've decided that I'm going to like, you know, it's like I feel like I'm like very slowly like re-entering or like I'm like trying to like re-engage the promise of like the world eventually opening up like slow, very slowly. So um, I've decided that I am going to and I did this past week, I've started doing my makeup just my eyes just eyebrows (laughs) and well that's all you can do man right like that's the thing I was just like okay let me just obviously like there's no point in putting on like a full face of makeup like your half your face is covered up all of it gets wasted onto your mask like so I'm not doing any of that but I was like okay let me just like do my eyes so I'm literally just doing like a coat of mascara and filling in my eyebrows 
And it's so funny because it's such like two, like uh, it, like it takes me like, you know, five, 10 minutes in the morning. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but so many people notice like immediately, like they're just like, Hey, what's up? Where are you, are you going somewhere today? You got you like, you, you look, you know, I that you're going somewhere. Right? And I was just like, no, I just decided that I like want to like, you know, just try a little bit, like just try like the tiniest bit. Like it's not, you know, um, because I I we, I was on a Zoom a cut like a week ago, um, and I actually like did like put on like makeup for this like Zoom that um, that I was on, and literally I just felt so out of practice. Like I like got all my makeup out and I kind of like looked at it for a while, like, huh, okay, you know. <laughs> had to like remind myself like what order I do things in I mean it's just been that long that I was sort of like oh right let me start no no let me start with the concealer first of course like did it you know like just I was like okay this is ridiculous like that I'm so so far out of practice so I was like okay let's just ease into it with just like some real basic like define your brows put on a little mascara out the door so um so yeah so I've been doing that um and then um, I, I posted about this on Facebook, but I'm, um, I reached a really fun milestone on my rowing. Um, so the, the rower that I have, it's like there's a software program for all the workouts or whatever, and it keeps, you, it keeps track of all your stats and all that. And I reached the 100,000 meter uh, rowing milestone this past weekend, yesterday. Um, so I'm really excited about that um the it keeps track of all your meters so as you as um you row it um tells you every time you come to another distance uh milestone and the big thing is like getting to one million meters so um i just put a hundred thousand down on that so i'm really excited awesome yeah and then um the other thing is I've been, you know, uh, back on my little eating program, um, doing the, the Noom app, N-O-O-M app. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. I've done it before. Love it. Recommended it to a bunch of people. Like, it's just a great, great system. And I'm already down, like, as of this morning, you know, like, weight is so, like, you know whatever fickle but as of this morning on the scale i'm down six pounds awesome yeah so i feel really really good about that um uh, it's for me it's definitely a combination of like the eating tracking what i'm eating logging my food so that i'm really intentional about what i'm eating what i'm not eating um and the exercise so the fact that i kind of have both those things back on board I've got a little makeup on. Like, I just feel like I'm like. I'm right. You feel you yeah, hot to trap. Girl, no, I don't know if I'm hot to trap, but I'm like a little closer to like who I actually like, like feel like on the inside a lot of the time, you know? Um, so, yeah. So those are my, my little like uh, accomplishments and, and things that I'm happy about this week. Um, mm. What about you? Um, again, just the eating thing, you know, ending today is the last day of veganary. Mm-hmm. I am choosing to continue past okay. January. Um, I think at some point, um, I think if this 
um, lingering, lingering deal finally closes on Friday, I mm. think I might have a piece of a steak. Mm. Like, there's no way that I could eat. Like, right, your body would not even know what to do with like a whole steak. Yes, I was like, I know that I can't do that, but I was like, I might just have like a little, like two bites of steak. Right. Um, and that will make me, or maybe I might just like just have a piece of fish. That's probably more likely what I'll eat than a piece of steak. But um, yeah, so that's been um, going well. Like I said, um, everyone is like shocked that I'm still doing it. Um, so impressive. As, as, like they can't believe it. Like everyone's yeah, like super supportive um, and proud. Although Nasia did send me like. Sometimes, like, she sends me, like, you know, pictures of, we, you know, we all, all of my friends, we all like food. Oh, yeah. And so she sent me, like, this beef, like, being cooked. And I was like, Nasia. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. She's like, I'm sorry. She's like, but really, you've only been a vegan for, like, a minute. So I was like, I don't (laughs) care. But, like, literally, it's all I talk about recently. So you should know that, like, don't do that to me. That's so me. And then she sent me. A picture yesterday of some vegan thing. I was like, "Really? Thanks, thanks so much for that." So whatever, <laughs> like a vegan crab cake. I'm like, okay, I don't even like crab cake, so I'm like, I don't need a vegan version. But yeah, um, I was like, whoop de doo, whatever. So like, that's going well. I'm gonna continue. I'm all excited about my menu this week. Um, so yeah, um, that's that. Um. Terrible news. Like, I had, like, a busy day of things to happen on Friday. Mm -hmm. And, like, all of that kind of paused because my phone stopped working. Mm. So I had to go and get a new phone. I'm, like, I don't know how to get anywhere. So, like, literally ended up driving to someone's house, going with them to an appointment at the Geek Squad and seeing if I can get the phone fixed know how to knew how to get to Verizon from there so ended up at Verizon like I was like I just I have to have a new phone like there's just no right way about it and like again like people were things were happening with a couple of my deals and like I'm like well can't respond I'm like about the house now I don't have any way to know what's going on <laughs> like, like the old days where like yep you leave home like yeah yep I'm my computer like don't know like and one thing like literally I'm like okay let me go to the grocery store before I go back home and literally in the having to leave the grocery store to like yes because you've been away from your phone all day you finally have a phone like you have like negotiations you, you have things to do so that was like hilarious oh my gosh. Uh, yeah it was so annoying and as you know I hate getting new phones <laughs> um if I could still have my my old like flip phone from you know whatever like I would be very happy about it so I bought the cheapest phone that I could buy I was hilarious um I know the um Verizon lady was tickled <laughs> And like shaking her head at me mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, first of all, I was like, what's the cheapest phone? I was like, I guess I'm gonna get an iPhone because that's what I'm used to now, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, okay, well, 
this is like like the cheapest and i and i was like okay what you know i was like asking her about memory she's like yes we don't even make a phone and they don't even make a phone anymore with the memory that you have right. i was like okay well great because that's been the problem that's the memories too though so mm-hmm. that's not, i was like i don't want to have that problem again she's like yeah that's not going to be a problem because no phone exists with that memory right. like, perfect Okay, so tell me more. So she was like, well, this phone is, you know, people still get this phone because it has a home button still. I was like, what? The new iPhones will have a, a home button anymore? So oh like, my God. It's like you've like- traveled from some <laughs> other, like, you, like, <laughs> traveled from 10 years ago. I was like, they what now? They don't have, what? A home? Oh, my God. So ridiculous. Um, no. And then she, I was like, oh my God. And then she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, what's the difference between like the, okay, what's, what are the other differences in the phone? And she's like, okay, well, this one has two cameras and this one has three cameras. I was like, two cameras? What? Oh my God. It's like you're like a, like a pilgrim in like a new <laughs> land or something. So ridiculous. <laughs> Like, uh, like I'm on Rob Springer. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, just fresh off the farm. And I was like, "What? Two cameras? What? I can't. No home screen. Uh, I was like a hundred and something gigabytes memory. What? And that's not even the highest one. I was like, get out of town. <sighs> so." Yeah. So she was very amused by me, and that was lots of fun. And I still got, of course, the cheapest phone that I could get that still is, you know, works just fine for me. Although I have having the usual problems that I have when I change phones. Even though I have everything backed up in the cloud, my pictures are gone. So hmm. I don't know what's going on with that. Um I don't know. So I'll, you know, make an appointment at the Apple store with them is like a whole thing. So I don't know. Yeah. So all my pictures are gone. They were up dating and then nothing. So that's weird. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I'm very sad about that, but um, we'll, we'll figure that out hopefully at some point. Cause I do want all my, pictures and videos from my vacations and whatnot that I have on my phone. So especially now that there are no vacations in my future. So, mm-hmm. yep. So well, there you go. A million pictures of children that do not belong to me. Yep. So, yep. Yep. So that's, that's been my life. Um, yeah. Food and okay. work. And phone. Food and work so, and phone. <laughs> yeah, food, work, and phone. That that yeah. is me. Although I'm trying to work on, because you can be a junk fruit food vegan. So I'm really trying hard. I went hard this weekend on the junk food. So mm-hmm. setting and eating healthy, and I have healthy snacks and fruit. But yeah, the gluten free Oreo cookies. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. They're absolutely legit. So this weekend, I was like binge watching Designing Women and eating um, Oreos. Wow. I know. So weird. I love Designing Women. 
So yeah. Okay. I can't believe you never watched it, but yep. Nope. Um, I was more of a Golden Girls. I watched that as well, but the yeah, designing women was so. And you'll see so many like people who actors and actresses from you know now or whatever who were on there when they were young. Hmm. So that's always funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, all right, folks, we did it. Uh, episode one hundred. In, in the books. In the books. In the books, folks. Thanks Ooh. for joining us on our crazy, crazy journey. We know we are ridiculous, but we're just glad you're here for it. Yeah. Like, we know that we're not everyone's cup of tea, but for some people, we are. And if we're not, you're still here, so thanks. Yeah, and if no one else is amused, just as you, I'm sure you already <laughs> gather, we are very ourselves we are so we are cracking up we crack ourselves up we crack ourselves up we surely do okay (laughs) (laughs) all right guys i'll see y'all next week bye Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>